Hello, welcome to a Veteran Trigger Vodka production of Article 15. At Article 15, we are attempting to raise awareness and an end to the 22 veterans who commit suicide every day. We talk to everyday veterans about their everyday issues of acclimating back to civilian life. Today, we're talking to Specialist Zach Tyler, who is 11 Bravo Infantry, and uh, Specialist (laughs) Tyler is a seven-year specialist, the way the E4 Mafia has been intended to be. Mr. Tyler, greatly appreciate you coming aboard, man. Welcome to Article 15, your Article 15. (laughs) (laughs) I've never got one of those, so thank goodness. But yeah, appreciate Thanks for having me. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, so we're we're meet. We met. You know the way that uh, all of us grown folks are meeting nowadays on the TikToks. And uh, you had this really kick-ass video, dude. I like seriously, man. It very very few times I get inspired by people's TikTok videos. Um, one of them was Pedro's video uh, when he did the um, you know the the, the transition from. Being in the wife beater and I guess the tank, the tank top, we're going to be PC, uh, the tank top and like the the face piercings and the hair kind of a mess. And little by little, he wound up in his uniform carrying a flag. I thought it was the coolest freaking video. That's what got me to start doing TikTok. There's been a couple of other ones that have really inspired me, man. Yours, like it kicked me right in the face with inspiration uh, to, to, Put it out there what Zach started. I don't know if it was exactly you starting it, but it was the very first time I had seen it. Um, you said for all of us mill talkers and vet talkers and everything like that, let's place our combat boots out on the porch to show support for those 13 who were killed in Afghanistan. I thought that was the coolest thing. I am not one to get onto TikTok or social media to start, you know, verbally tongue lashing everybody I, that that that's like a TikTok warrior or a keyboard warrior or whatever the hell they want to call it i don't like arguing with people through text i think it's stupid being able to do something like that and show support should do something positive to show the support i thought that was amazing man i said right when i saw that video i was like right then and there i have to do this this is something that I do. This show the support. I thought it was beautiful, man. I greatly appreciate you. And from that point forward, we had to be best friends. And we have. I mean, we talk almost daily, and I appreciate it. I mean, I never thought that video would have caught so much attention because, I mean, it was just an idea because I knew you'd see the usual, the half mass flags or the reserve beers on the bars all over the nation and i get that yeah that, that's beautiful i got those too i, li- I like the, the the drinks i thought that was pretty cool and yeah. one girl who served with one of the the girls she's like can you please change one of those to like a margarita or something like that because she loved margarita i was like and then you saw people were doing i was like this is how they- i mean it to some people like oh that's dumb like i don't understand they're doing something, they- doing something. I mean, also, I mean, the individuals that probably did those like beers or at least me with the boots, I mean, I've put on the uniform as well as you have. So it's like telling a fish to quit being wet. And it's really hard to just leave that lifestyle. I mean, I've got a quote over my desk that says they taught me how to be a soldier, but nobody taught me how to be a veteran. And so 
I miss it. Honestly, I miss it 110%. The camaraderie or the being out in the field. And yeah, it sucked at the time. And now I, I'd do anything right now to spend three weeks out in the field again with the guys. I don't know about um, three weeks. I don't know about three weeks. I, I could do maybe two weeks. Navy, I know you got to do about three days and that's your max. I got it. No, I mean, but it's, I mean, it's just those, that camaraderie that I missed. And so I knew that at least when I did that video, I mean, I knew I still had some pairs of old combat boots and I said, you know, I know these people are going to want to lower the flags to show uh, support. I know people are going to put beers on bars and say reserve for the fallen. I knew that was going to happen. And this was just an idea. I was going like, no, let's show our neighborhoods and show our communities who actually has put on the boots and that we support, even though I may not be in anymore, I'm still going to support my brothers and sisters that are still in. And, but also it raises the awareness to the community showing that we're still united, even though I might not wear these boots all the time, I still have them Yeah, and just set them outside my front porch. And I didn't know it was going to catch on like it did. I mean, you helped tremendously and I thank you for that. Oh man. I, I, I was honored. I, I, it was an honor to be able to put my boots out there, man, to show the support. I greatly appreciate a uh, quick look at my, uh, TikTok video here. Uh, Tom. Tom says, what's up, man? He loves you very much, bro. What's up, Bama? <laughs> <laughs> old, old bearded hillbilly. I wonder if he still has all that, that fuzz or if if, if uh, the the uh, the mission continues or if he's been able to take all that, that fur down to bare metal yet. Um, uh, so, last time I checked, he's still still raising that money for <laughs> Bazooka. For so. <laughs> uh, yeah, Operation Bazooka or whatever it was. Um, yeah. So you served uh, seven years. When, when exactly were, uh, what were your years of service? 2010 to 2017. I know I'm a baby. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, I appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, I see these younger guys that are getting out too. And I just, you know, all you can do is guide them, try and help them out the best you can. Uh, I, I, I thank you very much for your service. You know, 11 Bravo is never the easiest way to go in life, but you know, I met a pretty a couple of cool guys that are 11 Bravos uh, that aren't even like, you know, you get a couple of those guys that show up and they're the bro vets. But um, some of them have been really great guys, man, and uh, I appreciate what our infantry does. Um, so you did your time, man, and we connected pretty well, and you started telling me about this organization that you're, you're working with, and you're rocking the shirt for it right now, and I'm in my I office, so yeah. You're in the office, man. I dig that flag up there too. I've been meaning to get myself one of those there. But um, tell us about Patriot Pause, man. Yeah, so well, we'll back up just a little bit. Is that um, I got out in 2017, and yeah, I picked a job that is very high stress. I mean, I'm the stupid grunt that actually said, "Ooh, I want to do that." And even though I had the high scores to pick an actual job, I still wanted to rock that blue cord. Got out of the military. Wife wanted to move home to Texas. And I'm from Arkansas, so you don't take a Razorback into Longhorn or Aggie country. But happy wife, happy life. You know how that goes. 
And she told me, well, now you got to get a job. And well, I'd been doing infantry stuff since I was 19. And so I said, well, I need to pick a job to bring me back to that high or that high, um, what is it like motivation or just adrenaline? Uh, adrenaline. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And so I started working for the state of Texas with the prisons. I was around inmates and it was just these convicts that would get into your face and talk about how big and bad they are and stuff. And I wasn't showing any fear because, well, I had drill sergeants, I was infantry and they didn't like that, but I also treated people with the respect that how I'd want to. So it was kind of a win-win. Then I got tired of just being called everything underneath the sun and I'll keep it PG on purpose. How about that? And Mm. I got tired of it. It was starting to really screw with my mental health. Because, I mean, you know, as serving, we already deal with a bunch of anxieties and depressions and PTSD and stuff like that. So working in a prison was not helping my mental health at all. And I was just laying in bed one night and saw this job, Patriot Pause, which they were looking for a veteran coordinator. So the veteran coordinator's position is to be the liaison to the disabled veteran to help them get service dog. And I said, I want that. And went through a series of interviews, but it's it was now mine. I started in October of last year and have just made it my own. And I was challenged with the task that Patriot Paws is Rockwall's best kept secret. And that's where Patriot Paws is, is Rockwall, Texas. And I said, okay, challenge accepted. Patriot Paws has already placed dogs in 39 states. But... I can still walk in Rockwall or the Dallas area and people will see my shirt and go, what's that? And then two hours later, I am having a zoom call with you and you're up North and, or I am, um, what is it? Or I'll have phone calls from individuals that are in Alaska saying, Hey, saw your website. I'm really interested in getting a dog. So it's, it's really a cameo about, how our message gets out. So I appreciate coming onto this platform to get it out to even more individuals. So. No, yeah, man, we're, we're here at article 15, you know, there, there are so many non-for-profit organizations such as yourself, you know, they're, they're, uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones right now, the battle buddy response team, uh, tackle 22 fishing, a lot of these different non-for-profits, uh, uh, most of them are started by veterans that have gone through what we've gone through and they don't want people lost the way that we were lost and the more that i can promote your organization or any of these other organizations or that i at least have a knowledge of the organization i will advocate for that to the end end of my days as long as your organization still exists i will be sending you new veterans as 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 i come across them you know i'm i'm a a very active member with my vfw we have our warriors walk that's coming up we're going to be raising money for a non-for-profit organization called the Headstrong Project. The Headstrong Project is near and dear to my heart because it gives veterans the mental health that they need um, without having to go to the VA for it. Now, uh, I already got bad mouth for bashing the VA once, so I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> but the VA is underfunded. That's a fact. Everybody knows that. It's underfunded, oh, yeah. it's understaffed, and it's overwhelmed. 
and to be able to have organizations like yours that are getting veterans the service dogs that they need is so important right now so that these guys and girls can get the help that they need without having to like, hey, VA, how do I get anything? And it's just like being back in the military all over again. Well, hang on. We'll get we'll get to you. Hurry up. Get here. Wait. Hurry up. Get over there. Wait. You know, it, it's the hurry up and wait game. And you put it, you submit books of paper for the, for whatever it is. And then you get it all sent back to you and say, you missed these signatures and this paperwork and that whatever else with organizations like yours, who, who understand what the veteran, the frustration, the, the anxiety that that veteran is going through, making it an easier process for them to be able to get the service that they need. It not only helps the veteran right then and there, but it alleviates a lot of the pressure from the VA as well to help it move just a little bit faster for somebody else who has been waiting. So I greatly appreciate what you guys have been doing. Well, absolutely. I mean, our nonprofit was started by Lori Stevens in 2006, and it was really just a lady in her garage that had a mission to train dogs for disabled veterans. And it has blown up to what it is now and still blowing up. I mean, we're one of the only few service dog organizations that actually provide these dogs to disabled veterans at no cost to the veteran. That's pretty awesome. And yeah, and so it takes us about, we get the dogs at around eight weeks old and then they're ready to be with their veteran around two years old. And with the amount of training, and I know a lot of it is overhead, but I'm the veteran coordinator. So I'm more one-on-one with the veterans instead of the admin or dog side. But I know that these dogs cost about 35 to $40,000 to train. And we're giving them away for free. And we have no more than 80 dogs in our program at a time that we're training. So it's pretty special. And right now we're working with North Texas Giving Day, which is a organization that just compiles all these nonprofits in the North Texas area and promotes them. And you can actually search for Patriot Paws. You don't have to live in North Texas to donate to us. And so they put our information out there. And I think yesterday, because early giving started a week ago, we were already at eight, eight and a half thousand dollars. So, and that's for early giving. And that's not Patriot Paws bragging or anything like that, but it's just more of how the community and how the community loves their veterans just wants to help out as much as they can. So that's greatly appreciative as well. That's pretty beautiful, man. Watching, you know, last year uh, when we were doing our Warriors walk, it was so I started it in 2019 and I did it like on a whim Facebook to raise money and stuff like that. And we raised like nineteen hundred dollars and the the goal was two thousand dollars last year. We wound up raising fifteen thousand dollars to be able to donate to the, the organization. So it was like it was jaw dropping and and just very humbling to under to know that there are people out there there are people who never served and they want to help veterans they and they don't know how to they don't know the guide or whatever else to to do it they just you know they sometimes they meet a veteran that's not you know a family member they, oh you served yeah i served oh what branch were you in oh i was in the air force oh okay so you're good that's that's cool uh, you know but yeah. they never met like 
or even if they do meet somebody. So I got a guy, he's first Cav that lives around the way from me. He's a rough around the edges kind of guy. He, he, he's definitely army and he was a specialist too. This guy is like raspy voice, like, you know, feel strip cigarettes all over the neighborhood. Doesn't give a damn. He's not out here to please anybody else. But then we have another army guy who's like the clean cut, the, Probably was admin. I'm thinking probably admin. But I was like, people, are like, I can't believe that that guy was in the army. I was like, no, he was definitely in the army. He's probably worked in the motor pool a lot, too. <laughs> you know, I, know that, uh, I know that I can walk into like the Walmarts and stuff. And my wife started to pick up on it, too, is that we can walk past someone. I go, yeah, he walks like a Marine. And now she can do it. So that's pretty funny, too. But. I'll walk up to somebody that's swearing just a regular old like Dallas Cowboy t-shirt or something in the area, shorts and Crocs or something and go, hey, thanks for your service. When did you serve in the Army? How in the hell did you know that? And I was going, eh, we know. I serve too. <laughs> we speak the same language. And they go, oh. We know our people, man. We know our people. I, well, we, uh, we were at the airport, uh, my wife and I, when we were leaving for Tennessee. And I was like, military, military. No, she's like, how do you know? I was like, look at him. Just, just, would you look at him? Just look at him. Would you look at that? Would you just look, look at, at a couple of things that they have? There's, if, if they have an affliction shirt on, they probably were, they're probably military. If they have an affliction shirt, a monster, they were either wanted hey, to I be in the military. I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel I'm drinking one right now. Come on now. Uh, if they got the three-day packs, something like that, yeah, yeah they're probably military. And what she's the, like, that's you're crazy. You're picking on me like extra hard today. I mean, <laughs> good I'd say the high and tight, but uh, there's no there's no <laughs> high anymore. There's no. tight. There's just no high anymore. Hey, man, we, got, we must have the same barber. My barber died. <laughs> you look you look like a young Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's your new name. I'm going to save that in my phone. No. <laughs> Dude, I swear, I, I call it helmet hair. Tom will understand that, too, if he listens I, to this podcast. I can't even go into Tom's lives anymore because the light reflecting off of his head. Wait till we get into a live together, me and Tom. Ooh, it's like his pair of headlights or something. Yeah, man. You know, these, these non-for-profs, dude, you know, especially uh, Patriot Paws, man. <laughs> things like this is what, if anything, if people are out there listening to this, those two people who still listen to my podcast, guys, put it out to your friends and family. Um, but check of- out. Yeah, there's definitely plenty of non-for-profit organizations out there like yours. That have been helping people out. There was, I, I want to say it was called like the Northwest Service Dogs or something like that. One of my other guys that were on here, he was telling me that's how he got his service dog. And it was a free of charge one as well, uh, which is really nice. Uh, so uh, my vets, if you're out there and you need a service dog, Zach Tyler is your man. He's the one to talk to. He speaks yeah, a language. It's really easy to find too. It's patriotpaws.org is our website. And we're on all social medias now. I know Ryan mentioned also like TikTok. I mean, that was just my personal TikTok. And I just really wanted to get to that thousand followers so I could eventually go live and really promote 
the organization that I work for because I wanted to get that information out to our brothers and sisters. And it's a whole lot easier than making just a 15 second clip and going live. I could talk to an, an hour to individuals and just answer their questions on what it's like to have a service dog or how do I start the process? And so we're on all social media. So look, Patriot Paws, excuse me, look up Patriot Paws on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Or you can reach out to me and do it. It starts with a single step, and so what? What is that single step? So when I first when I first got with um, the Headstrong Project, a mental health professional that I was seeing at the time, she told me about it, gave me the pamphlet, and I had to call a phone number. They set me up with an appointment with the regional therapist, and then he gave the yay or nay whether I was a fit for the program. And I obviously I'm, I was a yay, so I'm now still a recipient of the Headstrong Project. How does it work for, if you want to go to, if you want to receive a service dog, if you believe that you are a fit for the program, uh, you go to patriotspaws.org, and then what do we do from there? Yeah, there's going to be an applications tab. And underneath the applications tab, you're going to click apply for a service dog. It's not a hard application, intelligent-wise, but it does ask you some hard questions. Now, this isn't Patriot Paws wanting your war stories or anything, but one of the questions on there is what triggers you? I was infantry, so I believe in the acronym KISS. Keep it simple. Loud, unexpected noises. Crowded environments. Check, Raj. I got you. I know what you're talking about. You're talking to a fellow veteran. You send it in. Now, Patriot Paws is going to ask you to just give a foot. Let us try to go the mile. As my job as the veteran coordinator, I'm the liaison for you to Patriot Paws, or I'm your voice. After I have a completed portfolio, I'm going to bring it before a veteran committee board. This veteran committee board helps us, or helps Patriot Paws decide yay or nay, like you were just mentioning. There's seven of us. Six of us are veterans. You don't have to overindulge on the application. Please don't be the... Force Recon Sniper that was part of 5th Group in the U.S. Army Special Forces. Hi, my name is John a, Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get your a copy of your DD-214 that says saxophone player. You don't have to overindulge. And I'm saying that because it's happened. And don't overindulge because, you know I mean, we all wear boots. Six of us are vets. The seventh person on the board is the CEO of the company. So what mama says goes. And... Gotcha. Unfortunately, after the after you are tentatively approved for a dog, it turns back into the hurry up and wait game in the military. But the military taught us well how to do that. It can take probably two years to receive one of our dogs, but also we pride ourselves on quality rather than quantity. I mean, I don't know any other service dog organization that has American Airlines donate plane seats so we can train our dogs how to fly in airplanes. Or the TSA sends all, a lot of their new agents to our organization to help train their new agents on how to work with a veteran with a service dog. And then and I... These are, all these organizations are involved with you. How did you guys... Uh, well, I mean, I know you're you're kind of just starting up there getting your, your feet wet. How did they wind up getting it all kind of put together? That's all Lori. Our CEO, Lori Stevens. This is her dream. This is her baby. She even runs this nonprofit in the black and not in the red, like most nonprofits. Yeah. 
And so she is a very much a go-getter. I mean, I love the Steve Harvey quote that says rich people don't sleep eight hours. No, they do not. And I'm not saying Lori's rich or Patriot Paws is rich or anything like that, but it's that determination or that drive that you need in order to be successful. And that's what she has. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, I'm just fortunate enough that I get to be on her team. That's that. That's a key part for anybody who's out there who wants to try and start something like this. I mean, obviously, she didn't just like wake up one day and say, all right, let's start a business. And that's it. There's a lot of planning. You got to make sure your 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 T's are crossed, your I's are dotted. It, it, it takes a lot of work to put a business together. And once you even get it together, that's when the really hard work starts. If you get a team, and that that that's one of the biggest parts is if you go in and you're you're the CEO, okay, you start as it's your baby. Nobody's gonna care about it. And this is this is to me civilian world more than than veteran world, but nobody's gonna care about it more than you. That's the biggest part. However, you get somebody such as yourself or like-minded people like you and myself who really care, and you know, now you're being paid to do a job that you love. Could you imagine the amount of passion? Now you're getting paid to do something that you love. You're going to go out and you're a liaison to talk to vets and you're just going to go up to them like, how you doing, brother? How you doing, sister? How are things? You're good? Okay. I feel like I haven't worked a day in my life yet. Well, yeah, you were in the army. Since October, I've (laughs) since I've been here since October, I haven't felt like it I've worked today and I like going out in public now because I've got Boyd, who's my service dog. I'm able to do that now. I'm not confined to the four corners of my uh, house because I don't consider going to work, going out in public. Well, there's that, but you also have the new mission. There's a new mission. You know, going, going and working at the prison every day, it was mundane. It was the same thing over and over and over. There was no mission. It was just, until I get to retire, this is the shit I'm going to do. So oh, yeah. here we are. But if there's, I got to find a veteran and I got to save their life. That is my job every single day. If I can do this podcast and go out and work with the VFW and work with the VA and do shit like this every single day, and you're going to tell me that you're going to at least pay my bills, brother, you got me sold. I'm I'm in. I'm all in, man. I'm 100% in. But this is this is just my passion at the moment until uh, Fox News or uh, you know, <laughs> uh, somebody takes on my podcast and, and allows me to start commercializing or something like that. This is where I'm at. But um, yeah, man, that, that's that's a great thing. And you have a purpose. You know, when when you get out of that military, you take that uniform off for that last time. It's the same thing over and over. I lost my purpose. I don't belong here. I just want to go back over there. I want to be with my brothers and sisters. I miss the camaraderie. Those are like the five things that I hear every single time. And I try to let other people know that are still active that I've worked with or even the parents of people whose kids are going to be getting out. I'm telling them like they need a purpose. They need a mission. They need a new mission. Their mission is ending. They did their four. They did their eight. They did their 10, 12, whatever it was. 
their mission is ending. They need to find something. The mission continues. You have done that, man. And I, I'm, I'm so happy that I've gotten to meet you and that I, I know that you are moving on and you are doing great things. Absolutely. And I, I'm glad that I meet you too, because I mean, we all have the same mindset. Like I said, as current or former service military members, we all have followed the same values. I mean, the army values, loyalty, uh, respect, selfless service. I mean, those don't just turn off. And so if I can continue to live that same lifestyle, yeah, I know I don't wear the uniform anymore. And I hung up and I hung it up. It doesn't mean I can't stop living that way. Um, Tonto, who was, uh, you know, Chris Peranto, who was at uh, Benghazi, wrote a book that says it's called The Patriot's Creed. And it's inspiration and advice for living a heroic life. Why can't we do that now in the civilian world? I mean, I know they taught us in the military that if stuff gets hard or you need some backup or some support, call that QRF, call for fire. Why is it when we take off the boots, we can't do that anymore? Why can't we call? It can be as simple as just picking up the phone and doing a battle check. Or it can be as simple as calling Patriot Paws and, hey, how do I start this process of getting a service dog? Because I'm tired of living out of a bottle. I'm tired of taking 15 different prescriptions every day. What can you do to help? There's stuff that I can share with my dog that I've never shared with anyone before, but he still looks up at me and loves me unconditionally. And... That, I want to give that to all of my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I chose the name that I have on TikTok. And I know the people who listen to this listen to me and like this guy talks about TikTok. Well, that uh, I'm meeting more veterans and military through TikTok than I have in like any other way. So, yeah, I'm going to keep with the TikToks. But yeah, um, that's why I chose the name that I chose, Broken Arrow. You know, yeah, Broken Arrow is a nuclear gone missing but there's also the other meaning for broken arrow is when you're surrounded by the enemy and you're pinned down you call broken arrow and any and all support in the area comes running that's that's the whole reason that i picked that one i i didn't know what else to go with you know there was a lot of other names that were all cool and kind of taken but i thought broken arrow was kind of thought it was kind of cool uh so that's why i stuck with that one and you know i've gotten the late night messages on tiktok and stayed up texting somebody um i try not to give my personal number out very often um because of there are some crazies out there then you know you just got to be mindful of that i don't say <laughs> i i don't have any money so if you ask me for some i can't give any to you um so yeah i i had one dude he asked me he's like yeah man i just need 20 dollars to get through the day i'm like well you better you know take your hat off and just go ahead and start holding it out there, man. Swallow that pride. And he's like, man, I just need money for gas. I was like, well, get your car up to the gas station, put it at the pump, let somebody put their credit card and everything in, and then you could pump the gas. And they know that the money's going exactly where it needs to. Unfortunately, there's a lot of veterans out there right now or 
people who claim to be veterans who are using that as a stolen valor to get money from people, which really sucks. And it, it's, it's heartbreaking. You know, I, I don't know how many times I pull up and I'm in, I used to live in Chicago. We'd get off the highway and you pull up and there's a guy with a sign wearing like the, the, the ACU top, you know, dirtied up saying, you know, homeless veteran. I'm like, Okay, well, my one of my cousins, she even asked me, she's like, what do you do? I was like, I go up and I ask him the questions. She's like, what questions? I was like, the questions that we would know if he's a veteran or not. And she's like, well, how would you know? I was like, there, you wouldn't know. You've never served. You wouldn't understand it. You go up there, you start talking to him. You ask him MOSs. You ask him branch of service, where'd they go, how they, you know, just asking them questions. Not drilling them, like, where, whoa, whoa, who are you with? What you, blah, 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 blah. you just, hey, man. You served? Like, yeah, yeah, I served. Oh, yeah, me too, man. When, when, when were you in? Okay, okay. Who, who you're with the army, huh? What was your? What, what, did you go over? Were you in the motor pool? Who were you with? Triple nickel? Oh, well, yeah, I'd be upset too. You know, yeah, I mean, that, I, I hate it when I see the signs driving through Dallas of I'm a hundred percent disabled veteran, need your help. The VA as a veteran, help, I, I see that sign going like dude, you're already getting over $3,200 a month. You're getting paid more than me. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? What, what am I doing wrong? Why are you sitting on the corner asking for help? Dude, where's your pride? If you served, you know that you need to adjust fire and adapt and overcome. I mean, I get it that some people don't have those resources and that's what I'm trying to do is just to pass out this information, at least with Patriot Paws's mission because, well, I'm only one person and I have 50 states to try to tackle. It's a lot of states. <laughs> and I'm thinking they're going to make a couple of new ones. Texas can split into five. I said um, four, but okay, we're at least we're like right there. I'm, <laughs> we could have like North Texas, East Texas, West. You guys already call it that shit anyways. Just break it up into four. There's no reason I should start driving at like one in the morning and then by the one in the afternoon, I'm still in the same goddamn state, but I've been driving the entire time. <laughs> There's absolutely no reason for that. From Alaska. here, the only Texas thing about me is my driver's license. <laughs> and that goofy ass hat you got going on. No, I'm just kidding. I got one. Upstairs. I know. I know. That's like a requirement. I think they give you that. And you're... Done get in. Here's your hat. Here's your gun. Here's your diabetes card. Here you go. Here's a, here's a bag of Whataburger. Oh, and don't forget to stop at Bucky's. I don't know Bucky's, but I know Whataburger. Oh, you don't know Bucky's? Okay, it's like a gas station on crack, man. It's like a Bass Pro Shop of gas station. It's like 200 pumps. Everything's bigger in Texas. Well, they mean it. So you know, no. We got uh, Casey's is about the closest thing we got to that. And uh, they got the pizzas and... They'd have a breakfast pizza, man. They make my toes oh, curl. Yeah. It's amazing. I used to have that in Northwest Arkansas, so I know what that means. Okay, so you know what's up. Yeah, yeah. But okay, brother. So we're gonna be cutting this one here, man. I greatly appreciate everything you're doing, Zach. Please keep it up, man. Keep doing your lives. Keep doing your duels with Tom, because those are fucking hysterical. And uh, if people need to reach out to you to get in touch with you about getting a service animal what's the best way to reach to you you can call the office 972-772-3282 you can call my direct line 
or you can text it 972-336-1112. Or the email is Zach. That's Zulu Alpha Charlie at PatriotPause.org. And I'm reachable. I I don't care what time of day is if it's one of our brothers and sisters crying for help. I don't know if that's going to be the last time that they're crying for help. I don't want any more of our brothers and sisters to be a statistic. Yeah. So I'll answer. And it can be as simple as just doing a buddy check, or it can be as simple as, hey, how do I start this process? I'll be there. I know Ryan will be there. We don't want any more. We don't want to see any more flags on caskets. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And don't think that you're alone. Thanks. I got your six. Got your six, brother. I appreciate you coming on to pod, uh, to Article 15 podcast, man. If you have, and we kind of just hit the uh, nail on the head there. If you got some type of advice for junior soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, even even senior NCOs and officers that are going to be getting out soon. What would be that information? What would be that advice? I think you already hit it is to find a passion or find a hobby. Don't give up. Don't think that you're the only one out there that is going through what you are going through. Stay in touch with your battle buddies. Stay in touch with the people that you have served with or are currently serving with because eventually some of them you may not get to speak again to and it hurts. So keep those yep. relationships because life's all about relationships. For the senior enlisted or officers in the military, take care of Joe. I know they take care of you by when you give them the task and condition and standards of the mission, but still take care of Joe. Take time to ask them if they're okay. Show compassion. And junior enlisted, learn as much as you can from your higher-ups because they didn't get to that position by accident. And I'll be here when you get out if you need me. Sounds good, man. I'll tell you what, you're my battle buddy, buddy. And same here. Even if you are Navy. Who ya? We could be shipmates. <laughs> who y'all? Can I get a who yeah? <laughs> nope, not for me. <laughs> oh, I love the army one. It's just a huh? Huh? Uh, uh. Uh, dude, is it real quick? So I had to work with this army group. Well, we were pushing this army group out. We were we were closing all the bases. We had to get these idiots together. And uh, I'm I'm trying to say, all right, guys, here's what I need you to do. I need you to get your 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 sea bags. You can do this or you can do that. I need you to do it in. If you could do that, you know, trying to put out all these different things that I needed them to do. And a uh, chief comes walking by. So this is an army chief, not a navy chief. This is a chief warrant officer. In the Ooh. Navy, when you're a chief warrant officer, you have to do at least 12 years. You have to be amazing at your job to become a chief warrant officer. So when I see when I started seeing chief warrant officers in the Army, I'm thinking like, oh, these motherfuckers are salty sons of bitch. No, you guys did like maybe four. You did an enlistment, and that's about it. You went chief, so you didn't have to do shit anymore. And I'm like, man, I wish I could have done that. So anyways, this guy, hey, uh, excuse me, warrant. He's like, oh, you can call me chief. I was like, all right. I was like. 
yeah, these, these guys don't seem to be understanding my language. Uh, I'm speaking English, and I don't know what's going on here. He's like, well, what do you need done? And I told him exactly. He's like, hey, motherfuckers, do this, 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 this. Get this <laughs> shit together. Check and track a hook. And then check and track a hook. All these motherfuckers started running all over. I was like, what just happened? He's like, well, see, you gave them options. You can't do that. You got to tell them exactly what to do, when to do it, how fast to do it. I'm like, Okay, you got it, Chief. And if that you got a day, chief, I learned to speak yeah. Army. I mean, if you got a chief to come out of his office and get away from his nap time and drinking his coffee, that's pretty special, dude. So you should have gotten a coin out of that or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was just wandering on by. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, again, Zach, man, thank you so very much for coming on board. Greatly appreciate it. you guys. Remember, PatriotPause.org, PatriotPause.org. You can get yourself one of these cool polos that Zach is rocking to. Uh, please, if you can, donate to the a wonderful organization, wonderful cause of great people trying to help out these fallen heroes that need our help. They're struggling, and they need our help. Greatly appreciate everybody for listening. Zach, again, thank you for coming on board to Article 15 Podcast, brother. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.